and namaste welcome everyone to satsang today thank you thank you thank you uh, welcome especially to to uh, those of you who are first time coming to Montessage. can i have a sense of who you are keep it up for a minute dance uh, Thank you, thank you. Very good. Okay, and uh, I had a sense yesterday, uh, because for a few days now, um, you may have heard, you know, we had one very uh, beautiful meeting of the Sanghas around the world. We met uh, uh, maybe a week and a half ago, or so the people left. But somehow, a huge kind of tiredness came. <laughs> and uh, but somehow, yesterday uh, I had a feeling to just to go out for a few moments, get some fresh air. So I went out with Krishna Bhai. We went out, and as is God's timing, it was right about lunchtime, and everybody everybody was out. And I thought, oh, oh, oh. But as it turned out, it was wonderful for me also, because it gave me a chance to, to, to meet so many people who uh, I'm even now looking as I scan around how many I had a chance to say hello to yesterday. And then it gave this feeling, maybe I will call satsang today, and I could, we could sit together. And um, here we are. I very much look forward to our time today. Uh, as you know, um, well, I am saying as you know, but I took it for granted, maybe I'm too quick to say that, that those of you who felt drawn to come here, I'm assuming no, that you have a strong feeling for um, what we call spiritual freedom, which I put at the most, at the highest place in the human experience, in the human kingdom, human beings who are in search of freedom from the psychological um, hypnosis of uh, personal conditioning and, uh, and all types of um, delusions, and to return to a place of real peace and tranquility, of love, a universal understanding and a deep and lasting connection, if not merging with the Supreme. So, a lot of words. I don't know if that is on your checklist, but uh, for this reason, uh, we are here. And in this way, I welcome you, wherever you've come from, with this assumption that whether your mind thinks it or not, that at a deeper level there is a call towards a more true life within your own self. We are not specifically in any religion, so we don't have any strong doctrines of this kind, but we respect, and you will find that whatever religion you are from, if you have one, that it is here in accordance with what you deeply believe, at the heart of any religion, the same one truth is here. 
And I'm even speaking now to even atheists even. I'm going to bypass your, your attitudes about um, life and uh, all of this and say, even to such a one, if there were such a one who say, I don't believe in God, don't believe in anything such as these things, I would say, why, why are you here? You must have come for some reason. And even if it was for a bad reason, if your heart is open, it will turn out to be a wonderful thing. So having said that, welcome to Satsang. <laughs> and um, I would invite, you know, as you may have heard, if, uh, if you've been watching Satsangs, that I don't so much put too much emphasis on domestic situations and too much about person, 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 so much. But of course, everyone, if I say, don't speak about your person, then everybody will be very quiet because we don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, there must be some freedom. And I only take it from the place that I know and believe that you came here for spiritual upliftment and for self-discovery self at, the, at the deepest level. So, who, 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 who? Okay, you, you come. Not because you're nearest, but you somehow you come there. Is it a little hot in here, or have I got a fever? You put it on there for me. Yeah, up here it can go. Yeah. Ah. Good morning, Guru. Good morning. Good morning. First, I have to say I'm supremely grateful to be here with you. Ah. And I just want to be very honest and report what has been happening after India. There's been a constant peace with me and stillness and the life back home is just unfolding beautifully and and yet in this I see I mean I don't want to seem ungrateful for it because I love the peace, it's awesome. But I can also sense some sort of comfort in it. Like when you say, comfort. yeah, like when you say, like, press the pause button and. Ah, I see, okay, oh, yes, yes, oh, yes, because we speak, no? That, uh, no, carry on. Yeah. So, in this piece, yeah. I've also seen like the month before coming here, like a lot of my vasanas coming up or my vices. And this time it's even worse because there's peace in doing those things. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't feel like a really, really mad like. But that's the part where I see like my person's like really involved in those things. And and I guess I just say all of this because I'm done playing around 
and something has been, you know, pulling for freedom for so long. And there's a part in one of Rumi's poems that says, set me on fire if my heart settles on anything but truth. Yes. And I just want to take advantage of this beautiful gift that I have of knowing you, of, mm. of desiring this in my heart, and mm. I want to take advantage, you know? Very good. Very good. Does everybody understand this, no? And can relate to it also? Oh, okay. Because um, this is a, a story and a report that has been told thousands of times for every seeker of truth. That you come to some point where you come to recognition, ah, oh, 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 you know, I am, I am. I am not the person I have been thinking I am. Hmm? I am not the one I have been thinking I am. It's much, yes, yes, I am, but more than that you are discovering. No? And so, um, with that is coming a deep sense of peace, a clarity, and naturally you are attracted to that. Naturally you want that. I don't feel I have ever heard any human being say, I don't want peace. Happiness, oh, I don't want happiness. No, it is a natural and inherent that happiness will be welcomed by you, will be loved by you, that you will naturally attract it. If you felt it also, if you experience deep peace of come, an opening of your heart, love is flowing, no? then of course you feel that you are in your right environment. The inner climate is beautiful. You feel at peace, and you say, actually, uh, I went home, and also my family life, the environment with the people that I know, that also is beautiful, because it's flowing from you, uh, more harmony, so of course they are also feeling that as well. Not every time. You may go back to some place, and people see you feeling, mm-hmm, you know, and they go, oh, what's up with you? Who do you think you are? You see, some people have different responses, but let's keep it to you for now. You went home, you had favourable um, you know, connection with your family and so on. It feels beautiful, of course. Yes. And something feels like, I would just like to press pause. You know? not, not a fixed pause, but kind of like, it's nice like this. Let life flow within this uh, space. I'm very happy. No. But you heard me say like this before, so if something is a bit mindful of it. Is this just becoming complacent? Am I uh, shaking hands too early? Let's see what happens. But by itself, you say, um, some vasanas, the word vasana means some old tendencies, some dormant tendencies, perhaps and largely unrecognized by many people. Uh, because it seems to be that uh, some tendencies can be there and you are not aware of them until certain situations trigger them to come to the surface. They start to come to the surface and we say, why they come? I have been to India, it has been wonderful, I have discovered more love inside myself, a deeper peace, I am more easy with my environment and people. Why should this be coming here now? You are not welcome. Why are you coming? 
And it could be for so many different reasons also. One could be that you become spiritually complacent. You say, feel, oh, I've been there, got it, or something. For some people it's like that. They feel, yeah, I've done it now, I have understood, I'm free, and so on. And then comes little gremlins are coming up, you know, and you think, no, go, 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 don't go, I want to, you know. Or it's like, you know, you realize, whoa, what is this, you know, and some old patterns seem to be re-emerging in you, in your behavior and so on. Why they come? Well, <clears throat> it could be because now you have the power to transcend them. Could be that. And I would include that, that that must be part of your unfolding, you know? That all things, all things that were not uh, in harmony, they didn't just vanish in India. They just kind of tightened up inside and thought, well, let's see if we can sink this ship, you know? Okay? And so they start to come. But I say that these things, they cannot destabilize you. They cannot intimidate what you truly are. They can only intimidate your personal identity, the idea you have of who you are. We call it your person or ego. We call this thing. And ego also doesn't. Maybe got a good kicking in India, got drop kicked by God, you know. But he bounced back. You know. So of course. It's not a bad thing, and I want to tell you that actually we are here to transcend uh, these things also. Because how can you be stably, deeply happy if now and again some of these forces are coming up, you're being pushed back into hmm, the red light district of your own mind and ego? So something has to do, oh, I don't want this, this urge now. Something, a higher power, a higher presence in you, uh, you are recognizing, you think, no, I don't want those old patterns, no, I don't want this, I wish to overcome them. But they had to show up for you to have this conviction in you, I don't want to go in, in those directions. This is, not, this is not the truth I've discovered. You know, that was the lie I believed or was trapped into. So, of course, it's going to come like that. And now you say, uh, I want to be free of all of that. What you are is totally free from all of that. Sometimes it just feels like I need some sort of like divine strength or something because when these things come up, it's just like automatic, you know, like. So now is my time to ask you, how have you understood my teachings? <laughs> Get to the quintessence of them. Tell everybody can hear also. What have you learned about times like this? Yes. Take a breath. <laughs> what? What have I have put a sword in your hand, a divine sword in your hand, a great power in you, yeah, appointed. So I want you to tell me how what it is, and how you can use it. I feel like what's become more clear is really seeing that I am not this person that I have been identified with for so long, and really mm -hmm. I'm not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And How can you be sure? 
because it all passes. Oh. Like the happiness, the anger, the anxiety. I'm still always there watching it, you know. So you see, you notice that she's not just saying the struggle, the unhappiness, the strangeness passes. No, the happiness also. The sadness and the joy also of the life, it comes and goes also, like clouds passing, they all come. But about your person though? She's still there, but… <laughs> oh, this one is not a cloud. <laughs> Everything else is passing, but the person… <laughs> this one not passing, why? Like it's, she's still there, mm. but there's… Again, like more recognition that I'm really not that. Yes. What is that? What what does that? This girl that's seemingly like in this body, spiritual loves, and yet there's so much freedom from from her. Like you know. So much, like there's not so much involvement in my thoughts, in my mind, like there really isn't. Mm. But you see, we can talk about the logic of that, you know, I cannot be this, you know, even for someone who is not in spirituality, whatever. They have to also admit, I have had many, many versions of myself. Even my personality keeps changing, updating, upgrading. Changing, no? You've tried to be this and you've been like that one time, you know, we, we look like this and we say, Yeah, that's it, you know, this is who I am. And, and then after you think, Oh, I'm glad I'm <laughs> you're putting away your old pictures, you know, no, and it's not it's not that. So the personality self-portrait is always changing also. Hmm? But still throughout you always feel the sense, but I'm here. But with this mask on, and then with this mask on, and then ah, this this costume on, and the costumes are not you. What are these costumes? Hmm? You can say personality. You can say you know ideas about life and about yourself and and so on. That we try so much to convince everybody that that's what we are, and inside you know I know I'm not that. Okay, so all this is begin to you you are seeing through them. No? You see that that that's not it. But something remains persistent that keeps coming. If you know you're not them, why do they keep coming back? Anyway, they keep, they keep appearing, okay? And they're appearing in front of who? If they come back, they come back to who and to where they come back. Seems like to this awareness. Yeah. Seems like. <laughs> this is where you're, you you have to become clear. This is why I say stay with the teaching that I find you, and let me see if you really if you're really grounded in it, if you've really understood, because it's not just some hairy fairy thing. It is a sword of seeing that you see. I'm going to remind you that whatever. Whatever appears, whether it is a thought or a feeling, emotion, an image or an object, can only appear 
and disappear. They come and go. Even if you have a favorite idea or a favorite thing, you cannot retain and maintain unbroken connection with it. By some force of nature, they go. And another thing takes the stage for your seeing. And it's like that. And I say, if you just observe them, they're coming, this thing coming. When it's here, they are putting on their finest performance. Because you really engage with them. Some come and you're not engaged with them. So they don't even register that they even came. They failed their audition. They didn't capture your attention. So later on, you won't even mention them. They didn't even show up. But some came. And wow! You know, they, they make strong impression. And with those things, something automatically can oppress, save. And it stays there somehow. No? But even if it's press save, it's just in the bank, it's not in front of you. Everything is coming and going. Everything is coming and going. If things are noticed to be coming and going, there must be one to whom they appear, isn't it? You are the witness of the comings and goings of them. No? The one who witnesses the comings and goings is this one coming and going. Relative to the things that appear and disappear, that come and go, that arise and fall, all these things. It's a natural thing. We are not being you know, so far out. This is every day. Every person experiences this. Even mosquitoes experience this. When things come, they go. Things come and go. Okay? So even your favorite thoughts, your habits, they come and also go in front of you. So if you are only observing after a while, the traffic is just continuing, coming and going, coming and going, coming and going. So at some point, you will log into them. You say, ah, that one, ah, and you take a ride with that. And your attention will go off with it. So when I say to observe something, it is not only like that. At first, you begin to see what is coming, and I say, be detached. Look, but don't log in. Would you understand if I said like that, everybody? Yeah. So it means that you are aware, but there are some things it feels that there is a temptation to log into them, isn't it? Because they have a particular energetic uh, relationship with you, and you want to give a bit more energy to them. Okay? But I'm saying, but you are just to notice that. Don't actually connect up with anything. Okay? What is the purpose of asking you to do that? Simply observe. What is the fruit of it? It's not just just keep looking at things coming and going. At a certain point, you are to pay attention to the place where you're looking from. The place where you're looking from, you know, is that an object? The place where you're looking from, not the thing you're looking at. Because if you're looking for things, you'll keep on seeing things thoughts and feelings and peoples and memories and appointments and you know emails and all kinds of stuff will come but at a certain point you become aware of just looking the looking energy you know? when you are aware of that then the focus of objects become just like a soup 
of sensations. You're not pulled in. You become aware of the, the one looking. The one, the place from where the looking is, just the looking itself. Can you look at the looking? Even the looking, you know, someone, something is aware now. If somebody says, you know, uh, darling, it's time to come and have some tea. You say, uh, no, no, it's okay, not right now. What are you doing? Mm, just, I'm just uh, sitting quietly because you don't want to explain. It's too much. You are just observing the flow of uh, the mind, but you say that can go on all day. And people have reported when they try to do just that, they say, after a while I get a headache, I can't keep it up. And I say, but that's not what you're being asked to do. To keep looking with detachment, don't get pulled into whatever you're looking at. Don't create, just let it just flow by, like clouds passing. But now, that which is looking, you see, just be present with just the, be the witness, the present. What is the witness? What is looking at all of this? What's it like at the place where the looking begins, the observing? Even is it possible that you can observe the functioning of observing? Is that going too far now? People who are arriving first time? If I say that just be aware, just be first just be the witness. Just be the witness. The witness means you're not involved in the traffic of sensations you are observing. What is the environment of the witness like? And then you pay attention to that. Is there a lot of movement going on there? Is there any movement going on at the place of the seeing? Is it not a stillness there? Hmm. Is the seer purchasing impressions? Hmm. Just aware of just observing. And then now you don't feel pulled into the traffic of impressions objects coming before you. Now your attention has to go to the seeing place. Now I want to ask you something, then I go one step further. The one who is seeing, that which is seeing all of these things, can this one itself be seen? This you must sit with. If you get this kind of instruction, you don't need two or three other instructions. You can stay just with this, because this is so potent with self-discovery that in picking up any other thing would be a kind of distraction, unnecessary. This is already enough food for you. Hmm? That which is seeing, is this an object of perception also? What does it feel? Don't overthink, just look. So this is one of my pointings, you see. So when you speak about those things that keep coming back up, and you can see, all right, something knows, yeah, they're all past. It's all past things. It's all past is watching. And these past impressions are coming. And the only way that they can get you 
somehow in a state of distractedness is if they manage to pull you into personhood. Can you relate to what I'm speaking? Yeah, so that the traffic is coming, things are coming, but the only way they can get you, so to speak, to be pulled into the noise of personhood and all of this, is if it managed to catch you uh, in the idea you have of yourself, an old idea. Otherwise, if you stay detached uh, and you realize just what I've said earlier, that you know, does the weakness, does the weakness itself have a past? Does it have a history? Is it possible? You see, if you find that out, if you discover that then all the things which are coming and going before you will lose their, their impact, they will lose their magnetism for your attention. What will happen is that your energy that goes out to contact objects will remain inside your heart, and it will explode into peace. And a great happiness will be with you. Why you must learn to do that, to exercise this power in you? Because for a while, the mind will keep coming. It's like this fan, we talk about it. Its blade is turning, but if I say, hey, you turn, turn the switch, and somebody turn the switch, the blades will still keep turning, but the power is cut. And so gradually, it will come to stop. You don't have to wait. The power is cut. You must cut the power to this wasteful activity. But before you do that, you may find, though, that there is still a lot of charge, a lot of energy that wants to contact the past. You see? Maybe there is still a lot of energy that wants, uh, as quick as a thought comes, you have gone with it. It doesn't even have to go like this. As soon as it comes, you connect like that. Then what to do if it is like that? Well, first of all, if something catches your attention so quickly and so potently, so that you go, you forget yourself, because that kind of mm, phenomenon, when something takes your attention that quickly, that we call Distraction. That's where the words begin. You are distracted from yourself. If you are easily distracted, it's very unlikely that you would be attracted to self-recognition, to self-discovery, unless it becomes so unbearable to be in exile from yourself, it becomes so unbearable to not be in your peace, that it becomes urgent, and from urgent it becomes emergent, emergency, and then you are desperate. When you are desperate, then you may discover. As I said some time, when you are curious, you learn. When you are desperate, you discover. And so sometimes you may find 
that things come and easily your attention. There are many people who experience this. You know, they cannot keep their attention on a single thing so much. Our modern day culture is not helping us. Because so many things, so many toys to play with, nobody can focus. Is a focus. Watch my finger, you see they start to they come. You have to put it away. You see? If you put it there, maybe they without they might look at it. But if you say focus, they can't if you move it there and say, oh, thank you. So focus we have lost somehow. And this is just focusing on an object. What about self-focus? What about to rest inside your own heart? You see? So what you are speaking about, you have discovered the rest that is inside your own heart. And now some things are coming to try and catch your attention. Hey, come play. Let's go over here. Come, come, come. And you're feeling, whoa. Huh? Something feels to go there. And then you must bring this also into your looking, into your inquiry. Now this force is very strong, but something must be weaknessing in the strength of it, you see. Huh? Is the force to go here stronger than the thing that weakness it? I'm asking, look and see. Is the force, strong force, to go there? Is it stronger than the capacity to, to be aware of the force? They say, yes, I'm aware of it, but I gotta go with it. I'm aware of it, but I gotta go with it. Okay, so when you have the sense of going with it, does that mean that you lost your awareness? No. So something is, some things have to, the force is so strong. They're going to happen anyway, but they're happening inside the seeing, and the seeing, the import, this is important now. Hmm? Is the seeing damaged? Hmm. It's only damaged if you feel, you know, that should not happen, that should never happen. That that movement is so strong. That means I am not me. This thing come and and my attention is gone there, and that means I am not I am not free. And to an extent, it, there is some truth in that. Hmm? But it's only true because you have a strong belief that you are your person and that you are your attention. I want to tell you that attention is one of your most intimate powers. Because wherever your attention go, you say that is your experience. But may I ask you also, is there not something that witnesses to say, my attention is very jumpy today? You see? So who is that? Who is able to recognize my attention is a bit restless at the moment? It can't stay quiet. Who is that? Is this one distracted? You know? So when we speak like this, you must see if these words are connecting inside your heart. That even if your attention, you, some of you are sitting here, and because we are speaking from this place about truth, and I'm bringing the focus, what is my talk about? 
about you. Yeah. About you and who you think you are. And now you're going to find out and discover uh, to be what you truly are. And I will tell you something. There are some forces working inside each one who is trying to prevent this from happening. Surprise? No, thank you. Okay. We all know that there is some force that suddenly starts to become very distracted. It already doesn't want to pay attention. Whoa, whoa. You know? So you at least are discovering a force within yourself eh, that is not in support of your life in terms of joy and peace and love and openness. If you leave this force unchecked, it will continue hmm, to, to what I would call to, to keep hemorrhaging energy from you, so that you are only concerned about your, what you are going to eat today and you know, who you are going to meet, and your life just gets shut down to a very small thing. You become a recluse inside your own being and your own life. This force, who put it there? Well, I'm going to tell you something that may surprise you also. God put it there. And God put also within you a power to overcome that force also. And who is playing this game? God is playing this game also. One man told me, you know, oh, Muji, you know, I'm fed up. God keeps playing, playing around with me. And I said to him, no, God is not playing with, with you. God is playing as you. Whoa, 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 sorry, I couldn't cope with it. So some people have not come to that understanding. When you say there is only God, not even God and the devil, there is only God. The devil come after is the cause of all this play and the play of awakening and returning to your original place in and as the heart of God. This life is a life of transcendence. Waking up from a dream of separation and the arrogance of personhood, and to wake up into the unity of being. I'm saying many things, but they're not so different. These powers are in us, but you must transcend them, their influence. And you know what? You have all the power in you. It's only a question of time. The more we are in the indulged in the life uh, in in a certain way, this is this is okay too. For me now, I used to quarrel with that. 
but uh, now I see everything. Everything is evolving. Everything is growing. Some things appear like they're not growing, okay? But then suddenly they are growing as well. So things, everything is growing. Something grows very slowly. Something grows very quick. Some things just explode into life, and that's it. They're here, and they are fully matured and everything. So we cannot totally gauge. You, I would like again to look with you with this simple inquiring. You see, because the invitation is beautiful. The invitation almost effortlessly reveal your nature, you know, inside. But then what happened is I've been discovering is that we come to an experience of what really is. And there's immense peace and joy and love. And ah, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. But uh, still, the reflex to go back to personhood is still playing. So I have to look again to show you the place from where you're looking at all of these things. And for you to discover the stability there. Now, great sage Sri Ramana Maharshi said something. Just, uh, he said a statement that is very, very powerful for me. I want to share with you. He said, The I removes the I, yet remains the I. Don't worry, I'm not going to leave it like that. The I, not this I, no, 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 I remove the I, no. The I, the sense I, because everybody have the feeling of I in them. Nobody gave to you this I. Your parents did not say, I will call you I. But everybody referred to themselves I. I did this, I want I, this. The original arising of the sense I or I am. That was the godly principle in you. It is not personal. It is consciousness. Consciousness is announcing itself in the body, in the form, I am, mean I exist. That was your first knowledge. I exist. I what exist? I meaning what? Exist. Am means to be. I am. I who am. So I say consciousness. This natural power arises. Consciousness. I am. But in the, in order to announce itself, it needs a body, and the body it needs because the body is needed for experiencing. But as soon as the body came, the power came to identify with the body, and the feeling, I am this, came through conditioning. Your parents help, society, all of us help to sustain this idea, I am this body. No trouble, it's fine. This I am this body helps you to look after your body a little bit. But this I am is far greater than a body. I am this body. 
As soon as the feeling, I am this body, was deeply accepted, then other conditioning could come. Then I am a woman, I am a man, I like this, I like that and so on. That was the birth of the person. The birth of the person happens after the arising of the I am. Can you understand this? Can you feel it inside? So the I am itself is quite pure. But in life, it gets identified with the body and bodily nature, and it believes itself to be the person. Hmm? Yeah. So Ramana was speaking, he says, the I, meaning the I am, the natural sense I am, removes the I, which is the I person, the I me person. You follow? And again remain in its original I am. This is life in a nutshell. Can I say it like this? If you lie, because I like simple things, if you tell me too many things, I forget. No? So if these quintessential little gems of understanding should help you a lot. The I, which is your natural vibration, the untaught way of knowing yourself, meaning that it's natural. The feeling I am is there. The I removes the I, the I me, the I person. You see? Means that how is going to remove the I me? Where did the I me come from? You know, from this is the password to enter into this game of existence. The I am must press the password, I am person. Enter boom. What's up? Okay? So this feeling, this I am is always here. It is always here. And then it extends into this I person, you see. Then I would call it that is the fall from grace. But it was all God's design somehow that this perfect one, you may call it also the child of God or the Absolute, it came into the world. I am, then became I me, I person. Then as I person, all the powers of I am is there, but it's not discovered. It will live as a person. Yeah. It will desire as person. It will feel lost as a person. It will grieve and aspire as a person. And it may also expire as a person. And yet all the time, it is I am consciousness. So when consciousness awakens from the dream of personhood and realizes that it is the pure self, that is called liberation. That is called awakening. That is called God realization. You follow? Yes. Is this what you are here for? So what happens already, you see? You are called and already the fragrance of the Supreme is in you and you are you're discovering your joy. Of course you want to be more more and more like this. As soon as you were kissed by grace, 
hmm? you discovered the disgrace and then you just want to, no, I want to be free of him. But it is there also saying, well, I ain't going anywhere. It's you and me. Okay? And he said, well, how do I have any power to remove this imposter now? You see? And I've showed you. Well, first, your power, whatever you see or feel or imagine, whatever appears, all of these things, they are clouds passing. They have no permanence in them. You are not to reject them cynically, because everything that God made is innocent and pure. It is your relationship with it, and what you take it to be, that will create some strangeness. If you want what is by nature changeful to be unchanging, that is a strangeness. You see. What you are searching for, when you want something that is beautiful, a beautiful experience, you want to keep. You know why? Because you are searching for the truth. When you discover the truth, you don't have to keep it. It is keeping you. You don't have to keep, because it is unnatural for you. But because you don't know that yet, everything that brings joy in your heart, that brings love, you want to keep it. But the first joy you are meeting is the joy that comes to the person. You see? And the person's world is a very unstable world. Everything come and go. But we are made to experience the personal world also. And only as you are discovering your inner voice, your inner truth, your inner being, then you gain the confidence, the faith. Faith and confidence are the same the confidence to let go of the old attachments. You see? Or even, you don't have to let them go. They are gone anyway. In the light of real seeing, the false cannot stay. Then you say, but some false is staying. Yeah. It is as though the power has kept a little bit of the old tendencies in you so that you must exercise your discernment. You follow this? You must keep on, uh, otherwise maybe you go to sleep again. So, your relation with the inmost is not broken. You see? You have to not, uh, don't go for the the surface pleasures of things, they will also go. Just keep observing and keep looking at where the observing is, that even that which is even capable of observing the functions of perception, be there. Marinate in that understanding, and that alone that alone is somehow your freedom. You know, if you can understand this and apply it, the amount of energy is just like this. I say them to That's all you're doing. Of course, don't watch my don't watch my fingers too much. It's just a little metaphor of what is inside when the Self is 
uh, resting in its own self-awareness. Somehow, the energies that goes out through the senses, they slow down a little bit. They start to incubate inside that silence for a bit. And it's firming up and confirming the truth of your being. Thereafter, you can move in the world to move. Hmm? I gave example before that uh, in my country, in Jamaica, you might know, um, we are fond of eating, well, in, at least in my family, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> we are fond of eating green bananas. We have green banana, and uh, they used to boil green banana. And in those days, as a child, we used to have a lot of our knives for cutting were made just of iron, not uh, what they have now, stainless steel, this type of thing now. Iron knives. So you cut and you peel the banana, and it has a sticky substance inside the banana. And that it's a I don't know if it's a chemical reaction, but it turns the it turns the the iron um, black and sticky. And in your hands, it's all sticky, a very sticky thing. No, in the beginning you don't realize it, but after you realize, it's too late. It's already all over. No. So what we do is we put coconut oil on the hand first and on the knife. And then you peel. Then after you finish peeling all your green bananas, put them in the pot. Then after that we can wash very easy a bit of soap, everything come off. If you don't do it, you'll be spending quite a bit rubbing sand on your hand and ashes and all this to get it off. So this metaphor is like that. If you are going to move in this world, which can be quite sticky for the person, then you must put this oil. You anoint yourself with this oil of God. What is this oil? This remembrance, this seeing. And then you will find that you can move back into the world of diverse and dynamic consciousness, and you will not be overwhelmed. You will keep growing. You will also, by your power, because your power will have changed from person to presence. It's a big change. Person has so many things, so many things. Presence is harmony. When someone meets you, actually what we meet first is presence. We take your flavour, your flavour of consciousness. But what is this flavour? Sometimes it's too much of a mental flavour. Sometimes it's a flavour of kind of oh, um, shyness, a flavour of sus- suspiciousness. Sometimes a flavour of openness and love. You see, people carry different vibration. Maybe not all the time. Sometimes another time is something else. Another time something else. But collectively, there is a certain vibration about you that attracts each other. You see, if you are someone who venerates God, love God, or love truth, or love people, those will be very attracted to others who are high in the vibration of truth. If you are low in the vibration, meaning that you are caught up only in your own ego and selfishness and poisonous nature, then those who Mostly, most people will want to avoid you. You see, you may attract some people who also have very negative energies, but you never love each other. You see, 
and you may attract a person of God, because they can transform your power. They can transform. So you came back now, and you're here. So mm, I hear what you say, and uh, you will see that we. I'm happy when someone comes like you. You have you have recognized that which is not serving you, and you wish to transcend it. No, so this you will do. This will happen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I love you, and I'm so grateful. Love you. Very good. Thank you. Uh, at these early stages, we have a new, fresh flow of beings coming in. <coughs> this this week, many of you came yesterday. So I find myself now, if someone may come, and I have to somehow unify the field of everybody a bit, uh, by reminding just some basic things, that if you understand the basic things, and you know, then you'll find that everything grows really well. Everything will grow really well. You see. Uh, it is like uh, when we are planting uh, many, many trees. We can dig a hole and put good soil in that hole for that tree. We have to dig another hole, and we dig a hole and we put good good soil in that one for that tree. But if you have a big field, you must till the whole field and put good soil everywhere, so that whatever grows there, everything is benefiting from the same thing. So the strong trees will grow stronger very quickly. The weak ones will grow at their own. Everything can grow at their own pace. <coughs> can I can I see you for a moment? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you said the word emergency, and ah. I thought to come up. Um, I, there has been a while I came to a discovery, a very important discovery. Uh, the, um, the one that is watching, the, the thoughts coming and going, um, he also goes sometimes. Mm. So, um, to the question if the perceiver can can be perceived. Mm -hmm. um, um, I realized that the perceiver can be perceived. Can or cannot? Can. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, but but by not another. Not by somebody. Mm. It's just. Uh, um, it's witnessing. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I had this thing several times. Um, a couple of years ago, I heard the stories you said about the monkey catcher. Yes. Uh, with the coconut and the banana. Mm. <laughs> you like it? Yeah, my favorite. Uh, yeah. Because it helped me very much. Yes. Um, so, I have had the experience of this. The story says, um, I cannot say the story, but <laughs> uh, the monkey has the hand in the coconut catching uh. the banana. Uh. And the only thing has to do to get free is to let the banana yeah. get free. So I, I, I had the experience of letting off banana. Uh. Um, but the, there's a reflex and uh, it comes back. Yeah, to hold the banana. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I just catch up and, and, and what you say? Yeah. Because I would like that everybody understand she's saying something very important, and I'd like just to recap with her. No? Because she say, <clears throat> first of all, that when the earlier example I gave, can the, can the weakness be witnessed? And she says, yes, the, I found the, the, the perceiver can be perceived, same thing, the witness can be witnessed. You know? So, <clears throat> i just go over that quickly. We say that uh, something is witnessing the behavior of the person and the sense of personhood and ego and all of this notice. You see, then I ask, can the one who is seeing this, you see, the one who is seeing all these things, is he also caught in the bubble of those things, or is he independent of those things? And we have all felt yes, no, he's separate from that seeing that. But she said actually um, that this weakness can also be seen. How it can be seen, and I want to explain this first. It can also be weakness if this witness, who is watching everything, is also interested emotionally with what is happening. You understand? So he's not a pure witness, actually. He's involved in the scene also. You understand? He's not pure witness. It is like if you, you know, I gave a story before that, you know. Uh, uh, something happened on the street, and uh, one car uh, uh, hit another car, and then the, the driver came out and started to fight, and this type of thing, and whatever. And then it, it goes to court, and it goes to court, and uh, the one witness come up, first witness come, and he says, yes, I was standing on the pavement, and I saw this red car come out from the corner, and this white car hit in the side of it. Uh, the judge says, yes, very good, very good. And then what happened? Then the, 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 the red car driver came out, he was a woman, and then she came out, and she, the white car driver came out, and the, the woman, she kicked. She kicked the man. I said, oh, really? Then what happened? Then the man came, and then he grabbed her, and he was writing like this. And then what happened? Then I just thought, no, no, this is not right. And then what happened? So I got in there and I started to try and separate them as well too, and then she hit me. Okay, so the judge says, "Whoa, whoa, hold on a second. You are part of the crime scene. You're not a good witness. 
you were involved in what is witnessing. You should not, you are not, this person's part, take his name. Blah, 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 blah. Second witness, oh yes, yes. Uh, where were you? I was on the opposite side of the road. I saw the whole thing, Your Honor. What did you see? I saw that uh, what she said now, what he just said now, and that uh, they, he did get involved. Ah, and what happened after that? Well, I saw that they were there fighting, and the lady was on the floor, and then another person came across the road and was trying to talk to them. And the man, I saw that this person coming across the road was my cousin. Yes, and then what happened? Well, you know, I mean, uh, I was shouting, you know, cousin, don't go there. But then what happened? The lady turned around and hit him on the head with the umbrella. <laughs> yes, and then what happened? I couldn't stand for that. I got inside there as well, and I was struggling with her with the umbrella. And then what happened? And then somehow her husband came, and then. So, are these weaknesses true weaknesses? They said no. They are involved. So, because they are involved, they become part of the crime scene. Who is the real weakness? So that's what she's saying. I say that she say that. The observer could also be observed. Why? Because we can see him getting involved. If he doesn't get involved, he's formless. You with me? If the observer didn't get involved in the crime scene, all this thing, then he's not pure weakness anymore. He's also part of the scene, isn't it? If he just weakness, he would remain formless. But the minute he started to get involved, he took on form, and he became visible, and he became observable. And that's what she's saying. This weakness can be seen. So if it can be seen, it gives rise to a deeper weakness that is seeing that is not yet is not contaminated by involvement. Can you see this? So you came to that weakness. Did you come to that weakness? Because if the first weakness, you see, you say, yes, I could recognize the observer, I could recognize the perceiver, I could recognize the seer. You see? Why you can recognize him? How can you recognize? He must have some characteristics or some character. They say, yeah, I can see. Because he's not any more pure. So a purer weakness, observe him, isn't it? Am I on my own again? So that much. Then she moved and she says, I like the story because I saw a story that you told helped me. And the story I told was that in a certain place, in an African village, there used to be monkeys coming, coming in, and the monkeys would be coming in and really making a lot of trouble in the village. They come steal all the bananas, but not just stealing the bananas, they're smashing the roofs, and they're sort of like chasing the chickens and doing all kinds of stuff. And then when you have one of these monkey riots, you know, and then, you know, so it's going on long enough, they call in one expert monkey catcher. The monkey catcher comes very easy. At first people go, are you the monkey catcher? Because he just comes with a bag, and a little tiny bag, and he says, how are you going to catch monkeys? I said, don't worry, don't worry. You know, what, tell me what happened, where, okay, fine. So what he does is he goes and he just sits down, takes his bag, and, and what he did was he uh, takes a, a coconut, as a coconut, hard coconut, with just a hole big enough for a monkey to put their hand inside. 
Then he ties a, a rope onto this coconut, long enough, and he ties it to a tree. He knows where the monkey is going around about. No? So then what happened? And he takes a very, very ripe banana, he breaks it up, and he puts it inside the, inside the hole of the coconut, and he puts it in a the place there. He removes all the other things that the monkey will go for, and he sits there. He lights up his little pipe, and he sits and have a smoke. And hours pass, you know. Then little bit by little bit, monkey is coming in, boom, 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 look. And he's looking around, and he smells something. He smells ripe banana. Hmm. He's looking where, where, looking for it. And the smell takes him now. Coconut. He's a coconut, banana? Hmm? Never mind, the smell is too strong for him. And he looks in. He smell, 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 banana. But he can't get it. So then he puts his hand in there, in the, in the coconut. But when he holds the banana, with the fist, he can't get the hand out, because the fist is, is already too big for the hole. Now the monkey catcher knows that. He knows monkey mind also. So he puts his pipe down and he starts to walk yeah, with his bag towards the monkey. The monkey see monkey catcher and figures this is not good. It's not good. <laughs> so he starts <laughs> trying to get the hand out, no? Trying to get the hand out, but of course he won't, can't get the hand out. He doesn't realize that if he lets go of the banana, he could get the hand out and he's gone. But he wants a banana. The reflex wants the banana. Now he feels, he hasn't figured it out, that that's what needs to happen. He actually feels that the coconut has tightened. And the coconut is holding his hand, he's getting hungry. <laughs> but the coconut, innocent coconut, not doing it, it's just a hole. And so the coconut catcher come and he grabs the monkey and he squeezes his hand there till he opens it and he pulls him out and he ties him up. He ties up monkey, you know, put him on the bag, takes his money and he goes smoking his pipe. So she liked this story <laughs> because she said, I can relate to this story. You see? So you was what, the banana or the monkey? Which one? <laughs> the monkey. Yeah, the monkey. Okay. Now you tell what happened then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what happened then? So you say you you see that you can let go of something, whatever it is. Yeah? Yes. And I know what it is uh-huh. that I let go. It's hard to um even when there are no thoughts, mm-hmm. sometimes there is mind energy, and I can mm. uh, I know when there is my mind energy. Yeah. And sometimes uh, with tears, uh, the mind energy goes, mm. and uh, it's all hard. Mm. Um, because you mentioned like some reflexes there, yeah. where the the hand goes back into the coconut, or what? Is that what you're meaning? Yes, there is an individual. Mm. It's not. I am. I have 
I'm not complaining. My life is like a dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I I enjoy very much every moment. Yeah. Uh, but once I experienced uh, peace, is also relative. When when there is only this peace, I realize that uh, anything else is unbearable. Like not unbearable, but uh, it's less. It's, it's uh, less. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, I also realized that there is no point of trying with the mind. Mm. So, to one of the like, for instance, to do what? Uh, to try to discover the truth. <laughs> yes. So, uh, when things uh, come up, uh, I don't give more energy to the mind. Mm-hmm. I let let energy don't know I drop it <laughs> let it flow let it go on yeah. you drop it you yes. it but there's always a reflex yes um, and also when I am here it is very easy mm-hmm. uh, when I am outside of here um, everything I experience is very intense yes and uh, on a superficial level, mm-hmm. I experience. Um, actually, it's, it's also funny uh, because um, uh, it's very up- unpredictable. What, uh, like, for example, I'm very patient as a character. I've always been very patient. Uh, recently. Uh, I may have zero tolerance, and I say no, uh, and I love it. <laughs> like you, you say, like I I have t- on a superficial level, I have to say no to people. Mm-hmm. I I have no patience. I have mm-hmm. z- yeah. uh, no tolerance. Yes, but it's not uh, not bad. It's not bad. It's mm-hmm. very good. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, uh, especially the last uh, four months have been very uh, intense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's like an ever-ending story. <laughs> mm. So, maybe I need your help. Where? To do what? Mm. I wanted to say something because when you um, you spoke about the peace, that when peace is here, so in your experience, peace it comes and goes. Many people will also agree. Somehow, peace comes and goes. When she comes, we are very happy that peace comes. Because so many other beautiful things come, she come with such a beautiful, you know, company. Other things come, which is so beautiful. Peace comes, joy comes also, and openness and just uh, fearlessness. The many things come. But I want to show you the peace that doesn't go. There's a peace that come. There's a joy come. There's a love that come, and they come and go. 
Can there be a peace or a love or a joy that doesn't come and go? For the person, whatever the person experiences is traffic. It come and go. Only for the one who is aware of what they truly are, then peace is your perfume. Joy and happiness is your natural perfume. They don't go. They are so powerful that even peace is there, and some agitation can come in the immensity of your peace. But peace doesn't go somewhere else, because now some movement has come. Right there, in the space of peace, something Just like uh, San Martino uh, is a very quiet village. Then sometimes an old bike comes by, then he goes. We don't say the place is not a peaceful place. It's a peaceful place. Okay? So, in the same way, there's something in you that is just peace. The peace is not a bike that came, it is here. It is your natural environment. Also, love, also joy is there, openness. This is your climate, like that. But you say, but it's not like that for me. They come and go. Yes. They come and go because we are still somehow shared existence. You are the consciousness sharing your nature with a sense of personhood. Then as soon as you begin to change over from person to presence, the presence uh, is quite happy to let the person go. The person has little to contribute to the presence, because the presence is much wider, more joyful, more stable. So there is the desire to be more stable. You see. So the presence is not wishing for peace. It doesn't have to search for peace. It doesn't have to look for love. It only has to recognize it is not the person. When it knows I am not the person because it can see, then it doesn't even have to know it is it is just peace. And everybody wants to come and sit near this peace tree. It wants to eat the peace fruit. It wants to be like a peace. The same thing. So that's what's happening. So how we can get to this place? Then I'm saying that fundamentally, essentially, you are this place. The one who is trying to get to this place is the idea you have of yourself, meaning that your dynamic identity, the one that feels as a person, can develop and grow. And the more it grows in truth, the more it's attracted to go to presence. He wants to go to presence. The more he develops bad tendencies, then you want to go more towards you know, these not good states, darker states, maya, delusion. And so that has happened where you have come to an understanding inside, and you see, but wait a second, but even my nature that used to be, you people say you're patient, and people say that's a very good virtue, it's a very good thing to be patient. But somehow, Inside, something is changing and balancing, and now it's okay to be impatient also. Sometimes it's good even to be angry. Some people have never been angry. But really, if you look, they're angry inside. 
But nobody ever saw their angry outside. Because for them, maybe it is, you know, oh, I could never show. Somebody goes, you know, so, you know, you run over their cat. And you say, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And you go, it's okay. <laughs> well, it's not okay, okay? But it's okay, it's okay. I'll take care of it. <sighs> Twitch. <laughs> so, that kind of anger, you say, you don't see it, but it is there. Okay, so we have things that we suppress. Now that you are coming to your true nature, no, they start to come to the surface, and you start to appear as though I'm not a very good person. People do come and they say, "Oh, Guruji, you know, like ah, I'm getting worse." I said, "Why?" Yeah, okay. Well, one lady she came and she said that, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm not a good person. I said, "Why? What happened?" She said, I, I went to the petrol station to get some, uh, some petrol, and then I, I, I went and I paid a lady, and she gave me like, you know, five pence short change. And she was angry, What are you doing? You steal my money! And I said, But I'm not usually like that, Guruji. I'm really not like that. No? And then she came out, she filled her car, she's driving on the road, and some big lorry, big truck, you know, moved into the lane, I was squeezing her, and she's trying to kind of. She wants to intimidate a lorry. She's driving a little car. She says, Guru, I think I'm going worse. I said, Don't worry, you know. There is a changing over from manual to automatic, okay? From person to presence. And for a while it might seem some little thing that did. I remember also some change was happening to me at first and I was not so in touch with things I was doing. I found myself one time brushing my teeth with my finger, put toothpaste on it. Whoa, whoa, you know, I said, whoa, you think but I'm going crazy. But what's actually happening is that you're becoming sane, actually. But some balance. It's okay that anger has a place to be expressed. If you say, Oh, I'm never angry. Oh, I'm never this, you know? I say, Wow, that's a limitation, dude. That is a bit tight, you know? It can be angry, you know, but somehow, as you find your true uh, nature, you find that uh, it, it comes a little bit uh, first like this, but it settles down. It's fine. You see? So we have to, we are often mislabeling our experiences. Sometimes you think something really bad is happening to you. But it's on the way to becoming a great blessing. This is why I say, don't be too quick, or don't create or form premature conclusions about anything you experience. Just remain silent and empty. Watch it, but don't, uh, don't uh, connect up with it. Just watch it from, with some distance. So that's going to happen. So when I heard you say that, I said, Oh, that's good. It's not bad, you know, because you're not made to be like this and like that. Even a loving person, uh, sometimes is going to feel a little bit, No, I don't love this one right now. And it's, there's some, it's a kind of freedom in it, there's something natural about it also. Hmm? So this, this feeling, I say, as soon as you keep in the place of just observing these, you show that you were observing also, observing the sense of the person coming in and so on. But it's just also there's a detachment, and you don't identify so quickly with what you see.
largely human beings have not learned enough of that to look with detachment. We occupy the space of personal identity too fully. So there appears to be no other space that you can be. And yet, when you realize the truth of who you are, your person is only a small bubble in the ocean of what you are. So this, this is taking place slowly in some case, and you go at the pace that is right for you. Some people, they are at the place where one word, and they combust into understanding. Another one, they have to repeat over and over and over again, and it takes a while for it to, to just sink into and just land inside the heart. And actually, I notice what happens with you also, because I see a change in you each time you're here. I see that something becomes much more wide and much more still at the same time. That's very unusual. Something is widening, and something is still at the same time. This stillness is a great clue. Not being still, just the stillness is there. So even if you're doing this, there's still a stillness in you. Yeah, I think the the help was to come come on the mic. Yes. I th- because I usually I come on too shy to always, uh, uh, but uh, it's very good. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, one last thing I want mm. to say, I want to share actually, mm. is uh, that the the l- a while ago, I left Sahaja, and uh, uh, I read some words that really helped me uh, find where I fit the person, where the the ego upgrades. Mm. I read these words from Mr. Uh, Gatata uh, Maharas. He says, "When you find uh, who you are." Try to stop the tendency to define who you are. Mm. And then I realized every time uh, there was a big, uh, I saw something. At the same time, there was a tendency from the mind to try to, and that was very yes. helpful. Yes, because then the mind take credit for it. Yes. The mind wanted to come in and you know assess things, and then take the credit for it. They said, "Don't try to define. Don't." And also, to define is to confine. So just leave, leave it, leave it open. Whatever it is, it's safe. Okay, we don't have to try and yeah, it's this and half a house or this. Just mind, bring the mind in. You don't need to do it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. How are we? Hmm. Namaste. 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 
I want to say thank you. And um, I don't have any questions left. Just one. Um, <clears throat> there's a great sense of freedom and love in my life, which is fantastic. I'm really happy. But I don't know who God is. And it's, I'm desperate. I, my mind can't get around this. It's like I look at the stars and I look at everything around me and I look inside me and I hear you every day and you always say everything is God. And I don't know, is, I know God can't be <coughs> an object, mm. like the big daddy in the sky kind of God. But what is, I don't know, I, I, can't, I can't imbibe what, what God is. And mm. it's driving me crazy. Your tiny mind cannot grasp <laughs> the magnificence. <laughs> Of what God is, yeah, and, and nobody's mind can grasp it. You cannot know God with the mind in that way. Um, we can have concepts about, and we can somehow the best would be those that um, no one can define God. You have said, yes, he cannot be this big figure in the sky. Yes, yes. There are many people who was relating to God as a big figure in the sky and developed a relationship with that and, uh, and was taken care of and nurtured and guided from that way of looking for God. God will appear in any way that your heart feels uh, to find or to relate to God. Some people relate to, to God as those great mother or great father, some people the great being, some people with form, some without form. He's all those and beyond that. You say, but it must be imaginary. Well, we imagine, but he's not imaginary. We imagine, but he's not imaginary. It is not imaginary. He is more real than you. Meaning, God is more real than even your highest idea of yourself. You see? When uh, Papaji first asked Sri Ramana Maharshi, Can you show me God? The Master said, I cannot show you God, <coughs> because God is not an object. God is the subject. God is not a thing you can see. God is behind the very seeing. So it is not something that your your mind can conclude and then feel so deeply connected with that you are willing to exchange yourself or your idea of yourself for that. You, this is why it says you cannot know God through mind. Somehow, even to find God, is God that creates the grace in you to find God. 
His ways are totally inscrutable to the human mind, and yet there is no one that can exist without or apart from what I call God. God is not religion. God does not belong to one group of people and not to another. God cannot belong. You can say all things belong to God, but God cannot belong. So if we try to understand like that with the mind and say, yeah, but you must be able to give me a shape, uh, I can say that uh, I don't want to talk to you about God. I want to introduce you to God. If I can say to you or talk to you for years and years, thousands of years about, about God, tell you about God, you may still not know God. But you are here to meet God and to know what God is and can be within your own self. But you cannot conquer God. You cannot uh, contain in your mind. So I would say, it's as though the Lord is saying, you can get together all the wisest beings in the world, and they will not be able to reconstruct one single moment of my reality. But if you love me, I am yours. How are you going to love? Like being in a place like this, you will love. You don't have to try to love God. Don't try to love God. He will introduce Himself in you. You may call He, He. He is not a He. He is not a She. But can appear and take the form, many forms He can take. But no form He is. He is formless, but can appear in form. He is the one sitting inside the heart of every living being. The real purpose and opportunity of a life, if a life is to mean and come to its highest purpose, is to find Him inside your heart, as your own being. To find and know this, that is real life. That is real liberation. To not find this, that is bondage. So, if you want to find God, uh, stop looking. Listen a little bit. Follow a little bit the one who tells you, leave this and leave that and that. And by itself you will find, Ah, but you've always been here. <laughs> you've always been here. I look everywhere for you. I looked in microscope. I look in. I look in uh, with what's the one telescope. I could not find. I could not see. You were behind my very seeing and behind my very searching, behind my very me. You're here. Like that. 
He does not have to reveal himself as God, as when we say God, we do have a sense of a thing and an entity. He can appear as an entity, and he is also the one we call the Parabrahman, his pure consciousness, the formless absolute. The meditators call him, you know, a Brahman or Parabrahman. And the worshippers call him Paramatman or the Lord or Ishwar or God. Some call him energy. Whatever you believe will appear as that for now. But the one who finds this one cannot speak, cannot say what he is. All who say what he is don't know what he is. But the one who finds him is silent. I feel that for so many years, I don't feel I have said anything at all. That is a, a funny kind of mystery. But that it is being reintroduced to you. And in discovering, You'll never go, Oh my God! No. You will feel, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All my gratitudes were only for you. Then you will say, Thank God for God. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Hallelujah. And praises to the Supreme. Thank you. My blessing for you is that uh, your time here. If your heart is open to that discovery, and why not, unless you are here as a spy? But you must be here as I, then everything becomes possible for you. Everything becomes possible for you. You see, even you came with bad intention, and God is not away from you to touch your heart and to bring you home to the place you only imagined you have become separated from. You dream that you lost. So satsang is for that, and you are here, I hope, for that. The energy field in you that is here now confirms why you are here. Because the presence of God, the love and the peace, the joy, the wisdom of God, will not visit a wicked mind. It will not make that mistake. Your openness, even if you have done the worst thing you can conceive of in life, but you say, I am here for this. Help me. And you are genuine. Help will come.
a change will come. So I am here to share with you the love of God. And to make it possible to guide you in such a way that you feel peace directly. And not just peace as a passing experience, but to connect up to the powerhouse. And the plug is inside yourself. And so, welcome everybody. You've come here. May your time be rich. May it be. Here we know those who are in the hearts and who are realizing the self. You can say, each day is your best day. Each experience is your most important experience. Yes. Everyone that you meet, it was really good to meet this one. You will know that. Because you will have transformed you know, a mind that is chaotic uh, into a peaceful place. This power is in you. You are alive. You are alive means that God is in you. To be conscious of this is to be truly alive. You are not just alive and living life. Uh, you are life and perceiving life. Um, uh, mm. 